Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about your uh, sales follow-up and what all you do with that. Before we dive into that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays REI consulting program. Guys, basically, we're here to help. Doesn't matter if you're brand new to this and you just want some help picking and pricing a county, or you've been at it for a while and you're looking for some help on ways to expand. All you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the consulting tab, walk through the sign up, and then we'll be in touch to help you get started. Happy week. New week. <laughs> yeah. Did you mean to say that? Yeah, I was trying to think of something different and it just came out funny. It doesn't sound good at all. Happy <laughs> new week. <laughs> Stick with happy Monday. Happy Monday. Okay. How are you doing this week? I'm doing really good. It's kind a good week. Yeah. I, I don't know why. It's just been a it's been a good week. It's been I, some been, been some good business sales, good things going on and yeah, I like getting closing products back on the Project One. For the Project One people that came to the live event and haven't heard, we did get our first closing docs back. Ugh, the coronavirus and all that's involved of that really slowed this process down, but one of our first properties is ready to go. It is 100 acres. Drone pilots and agents are out on it. It's got pond. It's got trees. It's got access. And a lot of profit margin. Did you say that? I did not say that yet, but that's the, the hope and a dream. And the fun thing about this is the little things that we go through trying to figure out these deals and you know how we get it. So this one, um, it comes from a family who is uh, the husband left it to a widow and his uh, daughter was out of different marriage daughter, but was a governor, like a senator or a congressman in the Oklahoma Senate, owned a bunch of title work, owned a bunch of abstract companies in the state of Oklahoma, and then they did a deed wrong. Well, did they do the deed wrong? Well, yeah. The when they sold their mineral rights to the property, they deeded it to a foundation, and the intent of the deed was a mineral quit claim deed. But in the actual body of it, it stated surface and mineral, so we had to get that corrected. Yeah. So it's always fun when these things come up because you learn so much. Luckily for us, the foundation was still around. The foundation did get us a quit claim deed. So after about three weeks of research, we were able to get a touch of the right person, get it sent over, and. Now we've got docs sitting here, and they are sent back, and money has been wired. That's right, yeah. So hopefully that one sells really quick. It's a it's a good property. And if you're just started listening, you don't know what we're talking about with Project 1, go back and find that episode, because I think you'll be mad that you missed our last live event. Yeah, you'll be mad that you couldn't tell the future that you were going to meet us then, that you could go back in the past to be there for that live event. That's right. I don't know what you just said, but I'm just going to say that's right. Yeah, fi- finally for made, once. Probably made sense to you. <laughs> finally for once, you would just agree. I think in that situation, it was probably better yeah. for me, too, instead of trying to think through that one. Yeah. So today, you want to talk about sales follow-up and how much you actually follow up. Yeah, because it was a question that was presented in our group, I think, our private group. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I saw it somewhere else. But the question was essentially, what kind of sales follow-up process do you have? How much do you follow up? And what do you do? Like, everything involved. Yeah. That's for me. Like, I respond to the question right then. I don't get any more excited than that. If the person's excited and wants to buy the property, they're going to reach out to me. I think that's kind of the feeling that I think he was trying to get across because a lot of times when someone calls and they want to buy the land, they just buy it. There's not mm-hmm. like a, a sales um, 
like you keep reaching out. It's going to take three contacts to make this happen. Right. There's not a script that's a closing script, you know, it's, but I do believe in follow up. Right. And I come back from this when I back when I was selling custom homes, mm-hmm. it was that follow up until they die or buy. Right. That was, okay. the, that was, the, that was the, that was the motto. Yeah. Follow up till they die or buy. And, uh, Back then, right, the company I worked for was super small, so they didn't have like a uh, process or something you followed. It was just call them again, call them again, right? And they, I get, they, I, they were interested, call them again. And I get tired of, I would get tired of being, hey, just following up again, right? So at the time, my boss goes, they're not going to answer. So just leave them a message that says, hey, it's Adam. I got some great news for you. Call me back, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Well, of course, you get that email. You're, I mean, that voicemail, you're going to go. Okay. Well, what's the great news, right? Yeah. And so they would call back, and I and I told my father, "What am I going to do when they call back? I don't have any great news." He goes, "You better come up with something." <laughs> <laughs> and so every time I would go, "Well, that property you like is still available. <laughs> and, and, We're going to upgrade your granite." Yeah, yeah. Well, that would never happen. No, no, yeah. no, no. But it, it brings a good. So, do you have a process? And I wouldn't say I have this like really strict process anymore. But if they show a slightest bit of interest, then I will. You know, I'll follow up with a call or email mm-hmm. one or two or three times, but. I don't like to follow up till you die or buy. And two, okay. I really feel like in this niche or in real estate in general, it's such a feeling when someone buys something that you're not going to close them on it. Okay. Like they're not going to be on the fence and then you just close them on it, right? Yeah. They're not wanting to buy. They're coldly. They just reached out. They're coldly and you're going to change their mind and make them want to buy this piece of property. Yeah. I don't think that happens. Okay. I like it. I, I use the, like if they send me an email, just kind of process a lead in my head. I'm going through sales. It goes, most of them go through agents now. So I don't deal with a ton of them. But like the few properties I have run through my land account, like I'll get an email, usually within an hour to two hours, unless it's the middle of the night, I respond. Everything that comes in over over nighttime, I respond between six and seven in the morning with a response right then. Answer their questions, tell them, hey, let me know if you have any questions. If they reach back out and they set a specific time that they're going to go look at the property, I follow up after that time. And I give them, I send them a Google link at that point. They say, hey, oh, great. That, all that sounds great. We're going to try to go see the property this weekend. I'll say, okay, great. Here is the... Uh, link to the property on Google Maps so you can get to the pen. This is what corner it is. Here's a picture of the overhead so you know where I'm talking about. If you have any questions, reach out to me while you're out there. Make sure you download the Google Map offline so you don't get lost while you're out there. And then if they tell me it's going to be on Saturday, usually on Sunday or Monday, hey, did you make it out to the property? What'd you think? Let me know. Yeah, I'll agree with that 100%. Like if they say they're going to go out there, well, that gives you the perfect opportunity to call them back or email them or text them. You know, that's the best follow-up opportunity you're going to get. Hey, yeah. we say we're going to go. Perfect. I'll call you on Monday. Hey, hey, did you go check out the land? Did you like it? What do you think? Got questions? Yeah, and I, I think the hang-up comes for a lot of people is in the world of land investing, we have a ton of people out there that kind of put their spin on it, right? And you have a lot of people that deal in a property that's, it could be an impulse buy, uh, $500 to $5,000 property buy. And so some of those people, you might be able to talk into this, and it's like, oh, yeah, you just got to keep grinding it out, keep following up, keep bothering them. Man, I if they're interested and you give them the information they need and then you follow up, hey, do you have any more questions? And they don't respond back, you're not going to change their mind at that point. They're not coming back to you. Yeah. I think it, what it boils down to is marketing is what wins the game here, right? You okay. can be, because you're, like I said, I don't believe, and someone may come across and prove me wrong, but there's not a script and there's not a closing follow up that you're going to get that you're going to take a cold lead and you're going to sell them on a piece of land they don't really care about. Yeah. Right. But if someone calls because they're looking for a piece of land and they may not love the one you have, if you put them into some kind of marketing drip, if you have an okay. email list. So now you've, you've moved them from active lead on this property into your into your funnel for active leads. Yeah. Or are people that are interested in buying land, it's just the one you had didn't meet their criteria. That's right. Yeah. Marketing is going to win that game. Okay. All right. And so let's say you have a list, you put them in that list and now you're feeding them 
properties every week, mm-hmm. or maybe you t- step it up a notch and now you're doing Facebook advertising or something like that, and you've got a pixel on them, and now they're constantly seeing things, right? As long as you're staying at their front the, of mind. Mm-hmm, the forefront? Yeah. When they're ready to buy, then they'll come back to you, and it's such an easy sell that way. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm pondering this one real quick. So... Because, you just went. Because, you look, just look. threw a bunch of techie terms on us, and I'm sure there's some people like me that are going, "What is the hell is a pixel, and why are we dripping on anything? Is this like what's going on?" Okay, well, uh, let's so see let's, if I can break it down. Let's break it down a little bit more, and let's get into like the nitty gritty of it. And you know, not to the point where you know, like if you use like the different carriers, you have Mailchimp, you have Active Campaign, because people are going to want to know that. Is that required though? Like, is that something you need to have in your first starting your business, like you're and you're setting up your business mode? Or is it something you should work into? Well, obviously, we try and teach people to keep their business cost low. However, email database management with something like ActiveCampaign, which we have, is mm-hmm. incredibly cheap. Yeah. And so, I mean, if you're going to invest into something like that, I mean, it's cheap, cheap. Right? Okay. And, and what happens when you have something like that is it puts you in compliance with bulk, I mean... Uh, mass email. Mass email, right? Because if you don't know, people listening... It's not always legal. There's a bunch of stuff that has to be done in a proper email blast. You can't just go out and email a thousand people because there are certain rules that have to be followed. Okay. And those active campaign companies like that will make sure that your emails comply with those. Okay. Yeah, that makes makes great sense. Okay, so that's a drip, right? A drip every every week. So you mean that? So you're just saying a drip is just actually sending an active email that says, "Hey, you know, I get a couple land investors that send me. It says, "Hey, I got these new properties uh, for wholesale, or I get this for." you know, special sell in Colorado land this this week, you know, so, and I actively do that. I do that three times a month off land mule for my land club people. Oh. And that email is, they put it in off the website, they get to put it in and then we actually use it through there. So, I mean, I have that as well. So there's something like if you send mass emails and you don't have an unsubscribe button, then you can be fine for that. Whew. Yeah. Whew. So that's why <laughs> if you're going to invest in something like that, I would, I would, I mean, if you're doing something like that, then I would suggest you get a, email manager campaign, you know, a database manager, Mm -hmm. but you don't necessarily need one because you can, um, if you don't have a ton of property, you don't have a ton of leads, then you can just send individual emails, right? To people. Hey, you said you were interested in this one. Just want to let you know, we changed the price on it. Or, Hey, did you go look at the property? What'd you think? Yeah. Right. You don't need a, so there's a, there's a hustle aspect you can do with a bootstrap mentality. You can say, Hey, you know, you've reached out about this. So how would you like, so should somebody, if they're wanting to get started, should they keep it in like an Excel format where they can sort and format and say, Hey, this person reached out on Colorado properties or this person reached out on Florida properties and have their name and email address down there. That's a, that to me seems like pretty easy way to do it. Yeah. Because it's not like, especially if you're new, it's not like you're getting hundreds of emails or leads a day. Yeah. Right? You may have two, three, four, five a week. Yeah. And so, uh, I wouldn't suggest really getting, uh, an email manager until you've got enough emails where it just makes sense. And what, what is that number? I don't really know. 50 or yeah. more. No, if you're I, collecting them, I, I don't really know. 20 may be enough. Yeah. Just to go ahead and set the process up and get going. So, I mean, that's, it's all good points. I, I like the idea of that. And I love the idea that, you know, it's not a lot of people think that oh, I got to sell, sell, sell. I'm going to grind, 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 always be closing, blah, blah, blah. The properties typically close themselves. If the person's hot enough, they're going to come in, you give them the information and you make the transaction as easy as possible on them explaining the, the ins and outs. Okay, what's going to happen first is you're going to sign a purchase and sales agreement. Then you're either going to put a deposit down uh, or you're going to you know send the money these three ways you can choose from after the purchase sales agreement. And then once that's done, we're going to close either title or you're going to do notary or whatever, however you're going to close it. You, know, you understand the process, the, the three or four ways you will actually close a property. Explain that to them. If they're comfortable with that, then they're going to move forward. Mm-hmm. And then 
if you want to get real advanced, there's the Facebook Pixel. Okay. <laughs> I guess you're looking at me like I should say I, what that I would, is. I, I think I would. I mean, I know we've seen it kind of bounce around in the social media sphere. I know one of our listeners, he just had a, Clint, he yeah. just had a Facebook um, seminar, I guess it's a seminar, workshop, or yeah. live event where he talked about Facebook Pixels. And, yeah. you know, it's it's definitely a neat technology. Yeah, and I'm not a Facebook Pixel expert. I think the easiest way to describe it is that picture yourself and you're on some certain website that you just might have just found, mm-hmm. right, for the first time. And then all of a sudden, or five, ten minutes later, you log into Facebook and now you see an ad for what you were just looking at, but you had never seen it before. Well, that company has what is called a Facebook Pixel. It's basically just a piece of code that tracks your every move mm-hmm. on the Internet. So typically like a cookie used to be. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But essentially, it tracks your every move. That's mm-hmm. why you can go to a website you've never seen and then five seconds later be getting an ad for it, right? You can mm-hmm. use that same thing for your real estate company. Someone goes to your website, right? It has a Facebook pixel on it. And now when they go to Facebook, if you're running advertising, well, then they'll start seeing ads for your real estate company. Yeah. That's the cool thing about Everywhere Small Business with Rocket Print and Mail. Shout out Reference Casual Fridays when you do contact them for our discount. But they do have Everywhere Small Business, and it follows that suit. So they'll drop your list in, the, the list that you're going to mail to. It hits about 70% of the people they have on the list, and then they see your name popping up on their feed prior to them actually getting your mail. So now it's that name recognition is already there. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, like I said, so in my opinion, I think it's the marketing, the staying in the front of mind that's going to eventually sell the property because I... I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let someone come in and tell me I'm completely wrong because I would love to have a script that turns cold people into hot land buyers for something that they may, don't even like. <laughs> oh, here we go. No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm yeah. dead serious. I would like that. I mean, Isn't that what the Wolf of Wall Street and Grant Cardone were about to get in a fight about? He's like, you're closing, you're selling, you're selling them on everything. And then Wolf of Wall Street's like, yeah, no, you don't. Yeah, I think Grant Cardone... Oh, Grant Cardone was saying um, it's a numbers game, right? I don't care. Just put everybody in front of me. I'm going to sell something and... And eventually someone's going to buy, and then I'm going to do another one, and someone else is going to buy, right? Gotcha. I think Jordan Belfort was more like, you're an idiot. Shut the heck up. You know? <laughs> uh, speaking of Facebook pixels, I've been looking at motorcycles and boats and cars. So was, my my Facebook. So now you're getting a ton of ads. Yeah, right? I'm getting to see all the dealerships around here, and they're always sending me stuff. And, you know, I'm glancing through that, too, so that just reactivates another one and another one. Oh, man. I'm filling some motorcycles right now and some boats. They're pretty. Yeah, I'm well aware uh, that you are in <laughs> buying mode right now. I haven't bought anything. I'm in look mode. I'm in look mode. I'm always in look mode. No, you you may always be in look mode, but the last week you have been in buying mode. Like because it you that's where you take look mode up a two or three notches. I haven't. I mean, maybe my looking is increased because of the remnants of quarantine life. It's okay. become a habit. I'll give everyone listening a example of what I'm talking about. You're driving home from Oklahoma, and there's a boat that you want to go look at, uh-huh. and we're on the phone. It's on the opposite side of the highway. No, it was it was off the frontage road. I missed the exit, so it's to the right. Okay. It was on the opposite, on my way up. The point of the story is that there was a median. Yeah. Curbed median or just... No, it's just grass. Grass. And I had to talk you out of driving through the median so that you could go look at the boat. I drive a Raptor. It's meant to jump medians. Yeah jump medians people that are in look mode just don't jump medians to go look at a boat it would have been a three mile turnaround which okay so it's the way you said that that tone in your voice three miles so out of my way i would never go do it but what'd you do 
I did the three-mile turnaround because you wouldn't let me jump the median. (laughs) Yeah. People in look mode don't drive the (laughs) three-mile radius. (laughs) It's the fun part about that. So my rationale is I've ran across this boat type. I've never heard of it. It looked cool online. I went to go look at two properties we have closing in the next two weeks, and the boat dealership, one of the boat dealerships that carries this brand happened to be right there. They were closed, but they had one sitting outside uncovered for people to come gawk at. So I was letting them do their marketing because it came across my feed and I tried to jump a median after driving eight hours that day to go look at that boat. Yeah. Hey, listen, I don't care if you go buy a boat because it only does favors for me. You're going to ride in it. Yeah, I'm gonna absolutely right. I'm going to let you buy that gas and ice just like you said and mm-hmm. then I'm going to show up and ride the boat. And the, it does nothing but benefit me for you to have a boat. So I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm just saying don't come at us like you're in look mode. Hey, if I haven't bought anything <laughs> yet. I haven't bought anything yet. Right thing hasn't caught my hasn't caught my fancy. All right. Well, it's it's early. It's still Monday, and okay. so we have rest of the week to. Let's wrap this up. I don't okay. like being picked on about right. my. We'll my see. We'll see you Wednesday when, with Justin's new boat. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Give us a like, a follow, a subscribe, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you Wednesday. See you guys.